Put your headphones on. We are back for episode 10.1. This guy had an intro on his phone the whole time and didn't I say forgot, a word. I forgot, I Talking forgot. about what will debut it on 11. Nah, we're about to raw dog okay. this shit right now. <laughs> raw dog, raw dog. Great bleep. I can see, I can feel it. just it's happening. You do a little bullshit over this part. Yeah. You re, you played this? Yeah. How did you do that? So the Garage Band. Yes. Beautiful thing. Thank you, Apple. Right. Very much. Except put our fucking podcast on. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, thank you, Apple. Um, yeah, Garage Band, bro. Just you. The voice though. Multitrack. So, oh, so, the, so the voice. We. I use this. Is how I get our episodes on. It's I put it in the Garage Band, and then I uh, any editing we had to do, I put it into. So you'll get that to me. Yeah. And I'll be able to plug that in the beginning. In the beginning. Dope. Before the episode oh cool so right. yeah how'd you do that voice so it is a multi-layered track it's a digital voice i did like text to voice okay because i wanted it to be kind of like robot sounds like some shit right right <laughs> so i did that and i i changed the octave of the voice three times so it's actually a four-layer track so it's normal tone a low tone and a high tone yeah. and then over that i whispered this may offend you so play that's why that part that. again <laughs> That might be good enough. That's it. <laughs> I love you all. Swap, swap. It's the tenth time we hit record. Yes, it is. Swap, swap. Number ten. Tenth. So that means we did a hundred percent of the work it took to get to ten percent of our goal. What? Right? 100% of the work to get to 10% of the goal. If the goal was 100, 10% of that is 10. To get to 10%, you will have completed 100% of the work to get to 10%. Right? Mind blown. <laughs> welcome back to another episode of This May Offend You. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 10 times. Um, if you're still here. If you're still here. Thank you so much. If you just got here, go back. Listen to the other nine. Yeah. We, I don't know what the world cares about today or now, but we're going to talk about things that are just floating around our timelines. Yep. The The general theme of conversation that, you know, I think all, a, lot, all our, a lot of our timelines, most of our timelines are the same. Yeah, for sure. For like the general public i think we're all being fed the same shit oh yeah so we're just talking about what's going on in the world and maybe talking about if we've seen something different right right over this over the 10 well nine episodes we've done before this i have heard a lot that we're seeing different stuff mm. than people you know we are yeah okay yeah or people so, are seeing different stuff from what we see um, which I thought was like pretty interesting. So that may be a false assumption that we're all, our, most of our timelines are the same. Yeah. Okay. 
or actually, uh, let me rephrase. Some people see different sides of the things that perspective. We see, right? That's why we're here. Yep. That's what that was the, the intention. That was Let's it. Let's have the conversation. Right. Let's have a conversation. Let's give our feelings on it, our opinion, our side from what we know. We're not expert experts, and I don't think many people are an expert on anything. Mm-mm. So not at all. I think this world's full of opinions. We all have an opinion, no matter what. If you see something, you have a reaction, whether you're able to verbalize it or share it with the world. For sure. You, there is a reaction. So we can, anyone, you and I, anyone listening could read the same headline and feels a different type of way about it. Yep. Biggest news this week, unmasking. Ooh. Unmasking. Hallelujah. Right? So <laughs> it listen. It feels good, man. And it's why, you know what? So my experience, unmasked last Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So now, you know, I don't dig too deep into things. I'll play by the rules. If I go somewhere and someone tells me to put on a mask, I'm going to put on a mask. I'm going to carry my mask on me in case that does happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I frequent public places too often. So I went into Wawa the other day. And for the first time, the first time I went into Wawa since the um, unmasking, I wore my mask from the door to peep the scene. Right. Right. Before. Yeah. 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 I don't know what's going on. Right. See the signs on the door that says fully vaccinated people don't have to wear a mask. Correct. Second. So I just saw that I wore my mask. I'm like, okay. All right. Transparency. I'm not, I didn't get the vaccine. Right. So that sign, if I'm following the rules says you, sir, wear a mask second time going to Wawa this is a couple days later now I know the rules wore a mask okay listen (laughs) so as I'm walking around the first time I went in everyone had a mask on the second Wawa that I went into a couple days later there were a few people without masks Mm -hmm. so now I'm pouring my coffee and I was like What's the deal if I come in here with no mask? I don't have a vaccine. Is someone to ask me to prove that I have a vaccine? Third time I went in without a mask. And I was like, am I a liar? (laughs) Am I walking around as a liar? So like, what is the, I would like to know, is there an ethical side of this? Is there, like I said, are you a liar? Like, do I have, do we just automatically believe you because you walked in the store without a mask and the sign clearly says, if you don't have on a mask, you must, I mean, that means you're fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Is there a check and a balance? You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is deeper than just, so I, I, I like to look at it from the f- philosophical point. Of like course. this is, there's yeah, something course. going on. Yeah. Like decisions are being made by people. Like I said, I went in the first time as usual, wore my mask. Mm-hmm. Second time. Read the rules. Still wore my mask. Third time, I was like, I personally don't want to wear this mask. Right. But I'm technically breaking the rules. Yeah. And I had the same moral quandary, moral I guess you could say. Qu- okay. Because first, so as soon as the mask mandate lifted, mm-hmm. I, I lost all my masks. <laughs> they don't, I don't know where my masks are. <laughs> I don't know where my masks are. All right. It took four days, dude. I don't have masks. Um, 
But the first store I went into was a liquor store. <clears throat> Same thing. We walked walked up to it and uh, saw the sign, and it said, "You know, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask." <laughs> I still didn't wear. <laughs> right. But that being said, that doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense because if people are vaccinated then you don't got to worry about the unvaccinated not being masked right you know what i'm saying so i've heard that argument and i think we got to be careful i think the word vaccine is going to disappear yeah booster i'm hearing now yes because vaccine and i'm sure there's the technicality you can read the small print and you can there's probably like when you see organic food stamped it's not it's X amount of percent for you to be able to call it Correct. organic. Same idea I'm assuming with vaccines is like, in my understanding, a vaccine means it's completely blocked. Vaccines, you're, you're untouchable, That's right? That's the way I think of it. Like, Because when you think about the, the, the uh, polio vaccine, mm. that knocked out polio. That was it. You got one shot and you weren't going to be FDR. Or right. like you, the, the uh, measles that's one shot right. as an infant, and you never have to worry about right. measles for the rest of your so, life. Chicken pox. Right. You get that chicken pox vaccine, and chicken pox are not a concern for you for the rest of your life. Right. Now, the, the weird thing that I don't understand is they call the flu vaccine a vaccine. And the that flu is, shot they call it? I believe. Or maybe, oh, shit. You know what? Maybe they don't. Do they just flu call shot. it the flu shot? Right. Fuck. Right. Oh, yeah, you got me on that. Did you have um, the goosebumps or chicken pox? I did. <laughs> Riddled with them. I don't remember, mom. I remember. I, so you, you know, when you're growing up, you don't know if you remember it actually happening, or you just remember hearing the story so many times from your parents. Absolutely. So you just have to believe it, and then sometimes start to feel as though, like, I've heard the story so many times. I've. Ha- I, that's what happened. Right. It had to have happened. So I can tell this story as if it, I do remember it happening, right. but I don't technically remember it happening. Right. So I don't technically remember having the chicken pox, but my mother <laughs> speaks of how, how terrible and how bad it was, like under my eyelids, mm-hmm. in my ears, yep. all that type of stuff. Yep. I've never experienced or been around someone that actually has had chicken pox. So I don't even know what it looks like, really. I don't, Same, like, because when I got it, there was a like massive outbreak at my school, yeah. I think. So that's what you were told, right? And <laughs> so, like a, a couple kids got it at the same time. So obviously, like we were kept home right. while we had the pox, and same thing. So like if a kid got chicken pox, they just stayed home. So I've never seen anyone right. with chicken pox, and now I don't think anybody gets chicken. I think the chicken pox uh, vaccine is a pretty. It worked. Yeah, it worked. And I think it's pretty common. Like, I think that's just like a bing, bang, boom. Like, you just get the chicken pox vaccine right. and you don't got to worry about it. And that's pox. what I view a vaccine as. You're right. One shot. One shot. It's done. Yep. So I, that's why, to take the circle back of me saying, I think that that phrase vaccine will be soon not so associated with the shot. The, just like we say flu shot and it's just a normal thing. Right. Either they come up with some type of right. COVID, sh- uh, COVID shot or it's COVID just a booster. booster. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so like the tetanus. Language is a big deal. Yes, it is. Etymology is huge. Language is huge. And, th- and they use that word targeted. Yep. They knew what that word. What yep. the, if, I think if you ask X amount of percent would say vaccine to them means you can't get it. 
whatever it is you're being vaccinated against. hundred percent. Yes. So to be able to, to get a shot that they're calling a vaccine and then say, well, you can still get it. It just won't be as bad. Right. Sounds like the flu shot. That's what happens in like, and you can still transmit it. Right. That's, <sighs> and I'm I'm no I'm in no question. I'm not in an argument against it. Yeah, I just no, I, no. my understanding of the language when I hear vaccine, I think is. Yeah, I I agree with you a hundred percent. In yeah. fact, that's a new. I didn't even think about that. I did not even think about that because. I yeah like. This is the first time I've literally sat here and thought, oh, yeah, right. a vaccine up until this point has been you get the shot right. and it's donezo. You can't – it's what – you know what I mean? Like you don't have to worry about so, it ever uh, and again. Someone's listening knows more than we do. So let us like what – what is or share with us what is what is a vaccine? Yeah, what's the definition? What's the definition of a vaccine and how are there – able to use it like i use the example of like organic foods right what percentage of what needs to be happening or something you know right. what i mean yep. it's language we're talking about language right language i'm huge something i love language is how do you talk to yourself yep. we're talking about mental health and this health last last week and all that like language the words that you use are so so important whether it be to sway a crowd or talking to yourself yep. and changing your environment yep. because in order to change your environment, you have to think about it. Yeah. And thoughts or words, words, ideas are words. 100%. And if I'm in control of my words, I need to be careful what words I choose. Like it's, a, it's a deep, but that's how you create change. So coach, this is Coach Leaf talking, right? I think I've said it every every episode. Yes. Coach Leaf just comes out. 10 10. How do you talk to yourself? What's the conversation in your head? I don't think people believe, myself included, I'm learning that I have control over that voice. I have control over that voice. No matter what it's saying right now, if I can grasp that idea and grasp that belief and, and be know that's a fact, I can become a witness to that voice. And now I have control after I've witnessed the voice, I can now change the words, the language of how it speaks to myself. How yep. fast can you change the conversation when you have a, a negative thought, recognizing that ne a negative thought, and then changing the words and the language and the energy around that negative thought? Like that could take minutes, or for some that have, it could take months, days, years. You could talk to yourself. You could have been talking to yourself a certain way that you don't agree with all your life. And now that you're hearing this and I'm, I want to, I hope I'm planting a seed for somebody to be like, you know what? I might, I might have control over this voice. I do have control of my situation. I can change my circumstances simply by using the proper language. That's a great segue. None of that was planned. It sucks that this is an audio platform. Cause I've just sat there and nodded. The <laughs> Cause it's so true, man. It's, it's, it's a hundred, mm -hmm. it, it is dead on. Um, but speaking of the power of language, here's your headline of the, of the week. Mm. The Fauci emails. It, oh, I saw that. Dude, power of words. So this man sat in front of Congress mm -hmm. and according to these emails, now again, grain of salt here right? right who knows what's true who knows what isn't fauci's defending himself by saying they are quote unquote out of context 
or being misconstrued, which is telling you that then the emails are real as shit. Right. Oh. And he's telling us that we're misconstruing it, which mm. now I'm like, hey, Fauci, get on a bus. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Talk here. about scandals and emails. It goes all the way back. We've all the Hillary's. Hillary, like, yep. What information and why would you share over email knowing that it's permanent? Any, like, I mean, these guys, these people aren't smart enough to know if they're running some type of scandal. We're not going to leave a paper trail of emails. Dude, it happens a lot. Clearly. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It, you know, these, <laughs> like, these correspondences, I read a few of them. Um, and they seemed like it was weird, like the tone of the. So talking to a guy that has no idea, all I saw was the headline. Okay. All I saw was the headline. Okay. So and what's the situation in brief? What did he lie about? Like, what's the beef? The biggest one, the one that has been highlighted the most was that Fauci was involved with the funding of the lab in Wuhan. That now everyone is jumping on the train of that's probably where COVID leaked from. I heard that. So that's number one. Way back. That I heard was, that at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. But that was a conspiracy theory. Right, and how right. dare you say that? <laughs> and like never once did I say that it was on purpose. I, that, that lab failed inspection after inspection after inspection on safety. Right. So it's like, yeah, of course, <laughs> they probably leaked their shit on accident. Could it be, have been a whole, like a real honest accident, one in release and development? A thousand. Well, no. So that's the thing. So he was funding, Fauci was funding this specific research mm. that spawned COVID. Again, allegedly. Right. I, we will say allegedly because this is going into permanence. So <laughs> cover our asses. <laughs> allegedly. He was funding the specific research that spawned COVID. Right. Now, they had some kind of gain of function research or some shit, right. which it, like... Knowingly. So that's my, like... Knowingly. Knowingly. Because the plan was to develop the biggest, baddest virus you could develop in order to know how to cure it. Ooh. Right? So it, was, it could be... That's good intent. It, oh, I would, dude, 100%. Right. 100% good intent. I will give, I'll, I'll, dude, I will give that. I'm not one to give the benefit of the doubt, but I will give uh-huh. benefit of the doubt. The reason they were studying this shit was to know how to handle a pandemic of this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so that's number one. Fauci was involved in the funding specific on this gain-of-function research. Number two, there were a f- more than one email in which he was like, yeah, masks don't work. Uh, ooh. So then if we remember, he, flipped he said that, yeah. He said it originally. Multiple times he throughout He said it this. originally. Right. But apparent, again, allegedly, emails are timestamped, mm-hmm. right? It's digital. Right. And the, the day, like the timestamp on the email is after he was like, you need masks. Everybody needs masks. And then the email came after that where he was like, yeah, you know, it's like we, we see that like the masks, they don't uh, prevent transmission or... Uh, like reception of the virus. So my question is, the question becomes why? The same reason why they're telling you that if you're unvaccinated, you still have to wear a mask. Control. Boom. This whole thing. Okay, so what? How? What does a mask do? Like, 
it represents control. What control is it actually like? What a what power is there? I think it's just the power of you can sit back and look at how look at the reactions to and you know we'll just keep using ma- mask as the example um because that was so divisive right you know what i mean like that was the initial thing that was super divisive it was like i ain't wearing no mask you know right whatever whatever and then you had common sense people who were like hey if you tell me i have to wear the mask to get in the store i'm i'm going to wear the mask to get in the store and i'm not going to make a fuss or anything right. like this it's fine and then you had the other extreme which was i'm gonna drive a mask i'm gonna wear a mask when i'm driving alone in my car right so like i think that that was just an interesting like i hate to use the word like psyop but like it was a really i don't know what that word means so psyop is use like it. <laughs> or tell me what it does mean psyop is something that maybe a government or uh people in power would use to test people on a large scale experiment with people on a large scale um you know uh for instance in the 60s the cia and the fbi did it with COINTELPRO, where they would feed misinformation about the civil rights movement and see how people reacted to said misinformation um to debunk the civil rights leaders in the civil rights movement, pretty much. Right. A big COINTEL operation was um, so supposedly, it's theorized, uh, Marilyn Manson, or not, geez, Charles Manson, Here not Marilyn go. Manson. <laughs> God. You dodged the bullet there. Ooh, okay. Marilyn Manson's a scumbag, too, for the record. He's in the news, too. But, um, Charles Manson, right? Spent his whole young adulthood in prison. Um, broke parole several times. And his parole officer knew it. Was never rearrested. You know, never never booked for it. And when asked about it, it was just like, oh, that's above my pay grade. That's above my pay grade, right? And then right. at the same time, he's being supplied with massive amounts of LSD from somewhere. In prison. Which he's using to... Well, this is post-prison. Oh which he's using to dose his cult, the family. Um, so he somehow is continuing to evade the breaking of his parole. Right. He's got all of this LSD that he's dosing people with. And some people think that the Cohen, that they used like COINTELPRO, the CIA, FBI, were using Charles Manson to bring an end to the hippie movement, which essentially he did. Like when the Manson murders happened, that was it for so the hippie. They used his face, his yes. his image, yes, to get a group of people to be able to associate hippies with a Charles movement, Manson. right? Yep. So yep. if if a hippie is Charles Manson and we make the general public believe that Charles Manson is a bad person, then hippies are bad. Yep. And because what was the big thing hippies were about that the 60s, it was all anti-war, right. anti-Vietnam War. Ooh. So like this shit, like when, so when people are like, oh, the government would never do that. I'm sorry. Right. I love my country. I massively distrust my government. Yeah. 
because government are people. You're playing with power. You're playing with money. Exactly. And that just that is distrust. Exactly. The root of all evil right. is said to be money, and that's a that statement rings bells. Yeah. Money. If money is the motive, money is the the underlying purpose. Right. You're, there's going to be some type of corruption because if you don't quote unquote win or you don't you don't get the money and then you don't reap the benefits of having money. Exactly. So and I'm going to do whatever I can to win yep. to get the money because money seems to be what has the most power. Exactly. Why so, is money so powerful? Man. Yeah. <laughs> Why is money so powerful? So it's a trading, it's a barter, bartering yep. system. So Correct. replace money with gold, like whatever. It could have been stones back in the... Yeah, seashells. Right. Right. Power comes in trade. I think, yeah, power comes in... Instead of saying money, maybe material abundance, mm. right? Because if you even if you go back to caveman days, right? right? The caveman that killed the biggest mammoth and had the most meat right. was in charge. Right. If he even wanted to share, maybe he was the biggest, baddest motherfucker, and he was just like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this is all mine. You, right. you can all starve." So if he was the most capable hunter, and was bringing down the biggest animals and theoretically he decided who who ate right <laughs> that's the guy with the power right that's the guy that you are going to really want to be friends with it's essentially the same thing mm. power power and money comes with power right it's crazy man so is power the root of all evil it, the, oh. No, go ahead. Where are we going to say <laughs> something about Kanye? Oh, no, I was going to say the lust for power is the root of all evil. Mm. So the, envisioning being in power or, or just fantasizing or believing you should be or could be in power. Yeah. And the striving to the get, get that power. Ooh. That's Because we all have power. Yeah, of course. I got we, I got the power to change the conversation in my head. Right. You have, yeah, I mean, everyone has a certain amount of power, 100%. Now so, it's the sphere of influence of that power. To tie it together, you have power, understand and know that you have power over your own individual situation. Do not get caught up in these headlines and be swayed by we don't know who and why right. you're being swayed. It's just circling back to bring it tight all together. Uh, like what power do they have and putting the mask on people if they a hundred percent know that it doesn't work. And I don't know the answer to that, but you have the power to make decisions that will affect your life directly outside of the people whoever it is that decided to correct because today was a mask whenever it might, it might've been whatever it might, it turns out to be. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yep. You, don't get so wrapped up in what's going on in the world. Yeah. To an extent, like you, you have to kind of disconnect a little bit. Dude, and sure. if you live your life off of headlines, you're going to, your head is going to spin. Yep. Like I mean, like, and, and I'm not too, I don't want to, I'm just telling you, I just share my practices. I saw the headline, the emails, mm -hmm. Boom. Conspiracy. I don't need to read anything else. <laughs> I don't need to spend the next 45 minutes of my life reading an article right. that I'm just scrolling down my phone, reading, 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 reading. And 
what am I actually getting? For, like, am I I'm getting a better understanding of some shit that might not even be true anyway? Because whoever wrote it has a motive, right? And they're trying to sway me in some type of way. So right. now I'm being still I'm been reading an article being swayed about the headline, which was trying to sway me, right? Like I I practice if I see the headline, I probably. And then one thing I try to live by is don't make assumptions. I'm just like, I kind of know what that is. Yeah. So why do I need to spend any more time on it? Right. You know what I mean? Yep. But you can get caught in them holes. The only reason I read it is so we could thoroughly discuss it on here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would like, but yeah, I mean, but then you see like, all right, here we go. Dude, I think our theme for this episode is power and control. Power and control. Because John Cena did you see this? Who's John Cena? I know who John Cena is. So the John, wrestler, the wrestler turned awful actor. He's so bad. <laughs> Doesn't he look like he uh, Wahlberger? The... No. Do you think he wants to? <laughs> he's he wants an... to... Well, he does want to be Mark Wahlberg. Okay. You can tell. But I, I mean, I think Mark Wahlberg is far more handsome than John Cena. And he's Full an awesome actor. Yes, he's an incredible actor. John Cena wants to be The Rock so bad. The Rock, former WWE <laughs> okay, superstar turned okay. Hollywood actor. Ooh, The Rock laid a path, dude. The Rock's the man. The Rock is the Rock's one hundred percent the man because his just career wise, he's like slated. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so John Cena, okay, is follow. Okay, I see what. Yeah, he's following the footsteps. Accidentally, no, <laughs> I mean this whole. Next statement is like <laughs> hard air quotes. Accidentally referred to Taiwan as a country. See. And therefore had to turn around and apologize to China for recognizing that a country is a country just because China doesn't recognize that particular country. And why did he do that? Because he's starring in the new Fast and Furious film and the Fast and Furious film... Right gross billions of dollars in China. And China could say we don't want your movie. Yep. Power. Some would agree or not to like things like that I never understood like because to me that's an honest mistake I'm not geology is not my thing so and like a state and a country I get to understand the difference but when we're talking again I'm a spoiled little American I don't know anything outside it but when you start talking about countries and co- things on, on other continents i could see that mistake here's where the problem is he didn't make a mistake and the next see, statement i'm about to make the next statement i'm about to make is going to cancel us in china we're never going to get played <laughs> taiwan is a country like you said that china doesn't recognize china doesn't rec china Actually, let me be clear. The Communist Party of China. The people of China are innocent, right? Because they are under a dictatorship. That would be like blaming every citizen of Germany for the Nazis. That is not what we're saying. The Communist Party does not recognize Taiwan as an independent nation. They recognize Taiwan as a rebellious settlement, basically. So say if like New Jersey seceded from the United States... Right. right. We are internationally recognized as the country of, of New, New Jersey. Jersey. Right. Except the United States goes, no, 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 no. There's still a territory of right. uh, of the United States, right. you know, to everything. And you saw this at the beginning of the pandemic. The, uh, I forget who, what one 
reporter or another was asking, the head of the World Health Organization right. said, or the, the reporter asked the head of the World Health Organization, how do you feel that Taiwan has handled the pandemic thus far? Right. And the head of the World Health Organization, the people who were supposed to be running the show on this shit, said, oh, yeah, we believe that China has uh, done wonderfully in, you know, helping stop the spread. So stepped right over. Stepped right over. And then the reporter repeated himself. Yes, yes, but what about Taiwan? Right. Yes, China is doing a wonderful job. No, 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 no. What about right. Taiwan? Right. Boom, the feed cut. Comes back on a few seconds. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, we lost the connection to the call. Blah, blah. This is the World Health Organization. This is supposed to be an independent, multinational organization that looks over the health of the world. Right. Is siding with China. Right. <laughs> who? I just learned out who they were at the beginning. I didn't know. The World Health Organization? I was hearing who in the beginning of everything. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I, I knew I would figure it out. Yeah. I was just like, well, that's going to come to me eventually, but yeah. I don't know what they're yeah. talking about. <laughs> who? Who? That's, that's like an Abbott and Costello. <laughs> Who's on first base? Um, but yeah, but no, but see, so like that's like how, that's some crazy level of control right there, bro. Right. Like you have the World Health Organization denying the existence of Taiwan. Who you makes have, up the, the, the World Health Organization? It's like an independent... Um, kind of coalition of doctors and virologists of different and, parts of the world yes yeah yep it's a multinational like organization that, be, because we said we said independent yes so because of that they're supposed to have no ties correct to anything correct and that's bullshit apparently <laughs> how's apparently. it not again <laughs> they're, that's a, they're huge so all right, how do you get on the WHO board? How do you become a doctor for yeah. WHO? And yeah. when you become a doctor, you become isolated from the world. You're not allowed to have any opinions or judgments or read any headlines or think any type of way. And so to be your independent and unaffiliated, yeah, your organization may be unaffiliated, but the individuals running it aren't. Exactly. There's, it's impossible. Exactly. I don't know anything. Exactly. I'm just saying. Now, just because... That being said, the whole point of the WHO is supposed to be like, okay, I'm an American epidemiologist, mm. okay, who's sitting on the, the the WHO council or whatever the hell it is. I am supposed to, as an American, act as a non-biased, independent scientist, right? theoretically mm -hmm. like you're saying everyone's human everyone mm -hmm. has their biases but as a scientist especially right. you should be able to act unemotionally and unbiased and the 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 it was evident very early on that the who was in the pocket of china which is why trump i believe pulled funding from the who because mm -hmm. that's the thing all a lot of countries fund the who right which is why it's a multinational. Back to money. If the country that's providing Boom. the most money, you're telling me there's not going to be some type of Boom. narrative or control. And it just so control. happens that that's the country that the pandemic virus came out of. We're living a movie. <sighs> I hope so, dude. No, nah, this is just a sitcom. <laughs> I hope. Like, we just... It could be if you let it be. Yeah. Oh, dude, it absolutely... You could, like... 
live above the fray, right, you know, right. or, you know, try to, to the best of your ability. It's hard. It's hard. Cause this, now this is like stuff. It used to be easier, but now this is stuff that is like impacting everyday life. And it seems to be coming. It seems to be happening more and more that these situations are impacting just plain old day-to-day life so day-to-day life speaking on like so let's let's segue into what is going on in this world things of the nature of like what it's going to happen to real estate it's at all like it's at highs and like it's insane right now there's no inventory all that type of thing we talk about this in in previous episodes what's people don't want to work there's a job shortage but there's too many jobs or there's a person shortage there's a worker shortage. there's a worker shortage what is that yeah what is that what is that is it minimum wage well actually probably because of the you know ridiculous amount of unemployment that people okay are so so let's talk to like sorry so let's i'm trying, just trying to unwrap what's what's going on right yeah. so there's a job shortage we could say the reason why there's a job shortage is because there's not enough people willing to go to work, not because they don't need them because they don't need to need the money, which would be the answer. Would the answer be to raise minimum wage? And then if we raise minimum wage, what effect would that have on the bigger picture? Right. Like it's un, it's just endless, right? Endless. So if ball you, of yarn, if you raise minimum wage to end the worker shortage to get people to go back to work to be making more than they're making on milk cost ten dollars right and then what that's puts, inflation right yes okay but then what do uh companies do because they're out to make a profit they have right? to afford be able to afford to pay right right so then what do they do you see every checkout line is self-checkout yeah. mcdonald's there's not even a human being i saw a truck robotic arm Feeding itself cinder blocks and laying the cinder blocks and built a building. What? So is the construction worker even safe? What? They, it was an it was a boom truck. Obviously, just someone that One maybe person. not even have to, the the person or the human has to program the logistics and just boom 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 start and then just watch the machine work. No way. Because the the truck is full of preloaded cinder blocks, and it's just an oh. arm. And it's just dropping blocks. No way. I watched it. Oh, that makes me nervous. We're in trouble, man. Yeah. To 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 artificial intelligence. It's yeah. not iRobot is not far away. Oh like, hell no. That theory, that theme, that idea, it's here already. Yeah. I think Hollywood numbs us with things like that. Yeah, yeah. They threw like iRobot, which is a cool movie. Yeah. Nah, dude, there's something de- like that whatever the details may be, but that was just simply artificial intelligence correct artificial intelligence is here yes it's here and it's going to shape the world that we live yeah. in it's going to be our norm yeah, yeah it's gonna yeah. be regular right our kids are going to be like oh yeah there's just a, a, a truck building a building that's yeah. normal but it's going to be which means it's going to be a lot different a different world for sure so is it the new world how and how many new worlds has there been well that, yeah so then that's <laughs> so you can so you can like kind of like trace it back historically right mm-hmm. like the advent of like man discovers fire there we right? go when man discovers fire he figures out that meat can be cooked right when did man discover beer uh, <laughs> do you want one yeah yes please oh actually man discovered beer Heineken light or cider. uh 
I'll do a Heineken, please, sir. Thank you. Um, man discovered beer very early on, almost by accident. Because it's a... Because water was filthy. Because people literally shit where they ate. <laughs> so they would shit in the rivers, right? Or streams and, you know, whatever. So you couldn't drink water. So they had to ferment... Um, they had to ferment yeast and stuff. Right. Which would kill the bacteria in the water. But it happens to get you fucked up. Mm -hmm. So like IPAs, right? You know the Indian pale ales? Right. They're called Indian pale ales because they were made extra strong so that they wouldn't spoil before they got to India. Because they needed the shelf life. Yep. And that's why they have such a high hop and alcohol content. So to, they were And if I'm to, wrong, I'm, I think I might be a little bit off about that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but right. I'm pretty sure that that's why. That, so, yeah. all right, alcohol or the, ferment, the, ferment, the fermentation would cleanse the wood drinking water. Right. At which point it becomes then beer or wine or any other of look so you know it's no i'm saying so i'm water. going back right i'm yeah. going back so how did they was it still shitty water or was it coors light like what i'm pretty sure the beer was <laughs> it's probably still pretty shitty that's beer, what i'm saying yeah. you're just getting you're getting drunk off of shitty water yeah. i'm just talking about i'm going if i'm the like we're trying to figure something out right there's shit in our water how do we get this oh well maybe we've ferment and then put the fermentation into the water it'll mm -hmm. come out and be clean water I want, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> did They were just like, all right, that's still shitty water. It didn't work. But did you taste but, this fucking? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now we got a beer. This water still sucks, but Cornelius, I'm seeing two of you. <laughs> <laughs> and now we just drink everything except for the water. Right. And now we're having parties. Right. Fuck that water. Yeah. Stay hydrated, people. Yes, please. Please stay hydrated. For the love of God. <laughs> drink your water. 100 ounces a day. <laughs> Cheers, my friends. Cheers. But it's yeah, Friday again. It's interesting. You know, like even something as simple as that, like the invention of beer. You know, it's like, it's wild shit. Beer was outlawed. Mm. Prohibition. Prohibition. Yeah. Yep. They were just running beer. That's what illegally. Started, that's what started the American mafia. Beer. Alcohol. That's how they got their money. And now, okay. Boom. Why was it outlawed? Um, so this is where I'm. I'm not like a hundred percent sure on this. Um, but I believe the women's suffrage move movement had a lot to do with it. Women's um, suffrage. Yes. Uh, I'm like hazy on these details, but right. just going off the top of the dome. Uh, women in the same like I think right around the same time were given finally given the right to vote. Right. Um, they were given. They were starting to get more and more rights. Right. Um, and uh, I think it was a big push by them because you know alcohol made men scoundrels mm -hmm. and made men fight each other and yada yada yada. So there was just like this big puritanical movement where they're like, you know what, you're right. We got to get rid of the booze. No more booze anywhere. Because you it know, seems pretty simple. That doesn't, I would expect a story of 
control, money, greed, re- lack of regulation, something of, of that nature. No, nah, I mean, as far as I'm aware, I think it was like kind of that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only problem was other countries never stopped making booze. Right. Canada or Canada never stopped making Canadian whiskey. Mexico so never stopped making That becomes tequila. the moonshiner. Right. That's running right the booze from over the lines and even less than moonshining like crown royal was still crown royal they're a canadian company right. they didn't abolish alcohol right and mexico didn't abolish alcohol so and the caribbean the caribbean where they make rum they didn't right. abolish it so they kept making it so we're it. just surrounded you're surrounded by it and so and they would it would just be then illegally imported and distributed by organized crime mm. which at that time was heavily the Italian mafia were the ones who jumped on that um ma- mainly in uh Atlantic City mm. was huge for that a lot of mob and the reason the mob was so tied into Atlantic City was because Atlantic City was still serving <laughs> you right, know what i mean like right. even with you know you heard the term like speakeasies you know you go right. through the back door and right. it's like, on a, like so that was like all over the place um the the mafia using the you know illegal booze money basically built las vegas mm. that was the mob man how much this country is built off of dirty money all of it a hundred percent all of it dude i feel like right i mean a good majority of it has I mean, to be they, even the land that we're on was essentially stolen. Right. Not even essentially. I'm not even gonna beat around the bush. There were people, people are, here. Fuck them Indians. <laughs> right. Like, so that's like, to me, it's all. If you really, really, really want to get down, it's all illegitimate. Right. It's all dirty. But that's history, man. Everybody's history is dirty. Speaking of history, I'm seeing a lot of right now. History, I heard this before and it stuck with me, is his story. Mm-hmm. I think Jay-Z or somebody might have put that into my brain. His story. History is written. And after it's been written for so long, it's been read for so long, it could be rewritten. So it, I think it ties back into how many new worlds have there been? How many right. levels and how many types and versions of history has there been because in the news right now there's arguments going on i think in congress and they're trying to pass bills that basically is their censors of what's being printed into the history books that are being fed to our children right. which then will shape the minds of our children and yeah. then those children will then be part of a new world or a way of you know what i'm saying yep. so History. What 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 is real and what's not? Nothing's real. Like, right. That's so. Like my favorite example of this is the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. Right. The War for Independence, seventeen seventy six, July fourth. It's the fucking day. Right. Right. Huge deal in this country because it's the founding of this country. Right. Go to England and look at their history books. Mm-hmm. We're a blip. Oh, yeah, we had some colonies and then they rebelled and we figured it wasn't worth the trouble, so right. we left them alone. Right. No harm, no fucking foul. They decided to leave. Not a big deal. Right. 
but it's but our. Us, it's right. everything. It's the beginning. So who else is at Independence? Puerto? No, Jamaica. Jamaica, uh, Mexico, Mexico. Um, God, every country in Africa. every country. So <laughs> Africa, yeah, is how developed is Africa? Is their future in Africa, or has it always been the motherland? Oh, I'm of the firm belief that Africa is the motherland. The the heart and soul of Pangea. My man, dude, yeah, <laughs> dude, Pangea, yeah. yeah, hell yeah, that's I, it, yeah, that's it. When you when you squish everything together, Africa's right it in the fucking center. It's the soul, a hundred percent. And even if you just look at it like a biological, evolutionary, mm-hmm. it it's it has to be Africa. Just because of the climate, it was like the most friendly for survival. Mm. Um, it, right. Like, Civilization you know, just started in Antarctica? Right. Yeah. It seems ridiculous that that would happen. Especially because it was cooler. Right. So, and here's the big misconception. So, people hear Ice Age. Right. Right. And they think the entire globe was covered in ice. Mm. That's not true. Most of the northern, like we, we, the North American continent was covered in about a mile of ice. Ha, say that again. The North American continent, most of it, was covered in about a mile of ice, thick. Right, that's what I want right. to be specific on. So thick. from sea level, ground, five thousand two hundred eighty feet in the air, up, up, of ice, ice. And ice. then it melted. Then it melted. So why is it such a wild thought to think that the ice on this earth is still melting if we were just a mile deep in ice and it melted? There are theories that it was an asteroid impact that caused the melting because okay. they call it a flash melt. Like, And you can see evidence of that. Like when you go to like... So it was rapid. Yeah. Like when you go to the Badlands um, or you go to Utah, perfect mm. example, right? Those canyons and shit, dude, right. they look like... When a wave comes up on the beach and starts cutting channels, right? You know, or you leave your your hose on in the flower bed and right. it just cuts those hard channels. That's what it looks like. You know what I mean? So right. instead of like, because the the, the long standing theory, what it was, it was like water continually over time and it carves away, away right. right? But there are there is evidence in spots, specifically in America, where it appeared to have been. Real quick, right? Real quick, but as, so the ice age, the whole, the whole Earth wasn't Antarctica during the ice age. Mm. Africa's climate, specifically Egypt, was very much like our climate now—a temperate climate with seasons, right? So it's very possible that the Earth's earliest civilizations came out of Egypt. Some mm. people think possibly Ethiopia, more like central. Right. But there is a lot of evidence to suggest that. There's a ton of evidence to suggest that Egypt is far older right. than what we have thought it is. I just saw, so do the math on, it was, a, it was I don't know the dates, or, again, a, it was a clip. The date or amount of time when human, the human was here. Right. And then the date of document learning or the language written developed language. written language. Yep. How much time was in between those two events? 
So the oldest evidence of humans. So how many new worlds has there been? Dude, exactly. Because <laughs> so the oldest evidence of humans that are pretty damn close to what we would recognize as a human mm-hmm. is three hundred thousand years old, dude. See, that doesn't even make sense. Doesn't that hurt your fucking head? Because you know, I learned something. I had a Holocaust class in high school. Yep. And I had a teacher, one of my favorite teachers, and he really made a lot of things make sense. And when you, when I hear something, a number of that magnitude, you're unable to wrap your brain around it because the most people you've ever been around is probably a stadium or a concert, yep. which is max. A big football game is 150,000 people. Like, max, max. How many people have you actually been around? And that many, that amount of people is really the only number that you could ever actually imagine. Right. So even if you haven't been in a crowd of 150,000 people, you watched a Penn State football game yeah, and you so you that. can you can grasp that. Yeah. I know someone that has lived to be 100 years old. Right. So to say 300,000 and, and the way he made it make sense was like I'm going to I'm going to we're going to learn they're going to we're going to say numbers in here about the deaths and in this Holocaust class and the things that were going on and the numbers is going to be a piece a number on the page. You don't really understand. You'll never understand. He said, I'm going to do my best to make to get you to grasp the ideas and the concepts and, you, and the story. And no, he said, but even I don't understand. Right. When you say these numbers of 300,000 years ago, it's just like me personally, I don't want to say my brain turns off, but I'm just like, how could you, how could I, how do we even come up with the words to try to explain? <laughs> that's the mind boggling. So that's how old humans are right right the oldest evidence of written language i believe was in somewhere in the mediterranean or the middle east our friend Lindsay is the one who sent me a video about that idea but go ahead i'm sorry we're gonna yeah no um god i forget the the name of the culture um that's really going to bother me. But they had the oldest. Babylonian? Maybe Babylonian? Maybe this video Something will like tell that? us. Yeah, let's see. What is a fact or statistic that seems fake but is real? Anatomically modern humans came into existence about 300,000 years ago. Modern means that these were not cavemen. These were people just like you and me. They had the same brains. They have the same thought and speech capabilities, the same intelligence. But Sumer, the first civilization, did not come into existence until 6,500 years ago. It was around this time they invented writing. This is the beginning of recorded history. So there's our answer So here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. 300,000. 6,500 is recorded. That's a long, 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 long fucking time. Because think about the the advancements that took place in this last 6,500 years. Mm -hmm. Okay? We put a fucking man on the moon. Right. They were carving in stone. Mm -hmm. 6,500 years later, we got shit in space. Right. That's... Now, 50 times that. That's 300,000. So, 300. So, think about the development that could have happened. Yeah. I think that video goes on to say how actually modernized 
we were as humans and there had to be some type of reset because if we would continue on to the on the path of how genius we actually are yep. it might be the jetsons for real so keep that number 6500 in, in your head right right first civilization except that that thing that i was talking about the asteroid if the asteroid impact that mm-hmm. did that massive right. melt happened about 12,000 years ago 12,000 so sick okay so if you think about an asteroid impact that was big enough to vaporize a mile thick ice sheet right that's going to jack some shit up right. how many civilizations got wiped were pre 12,000 right. years ago right that, right that had all right i'm going to do some quick maths 288,000 years to develop and then reset how many new worlds have there been this is a great segment if you're still here if you're still here thank you thank you man thank you um if you want to go shop and go check out vigorous apparel yes vigorousapparel.com use code the leaf show 15 to get you 15 percent at checkout just saw johnny today taking some uh videos and some creating some content fire shorts these type of shorts that i got on right now but like summer colors yeah, they're cool dope ass yellow that i'm looking forward to i'm yeah. definitely going to get a pair of those i have the uh the summer shirt the palm yes. summer shirt yep. super comfy highly recommended that's the leaf shirt the leaf shirt. yeah <laughs> modeled that shirt <laughs> yeah, <he did. laughs> it's a comfy shirt yeah that's a good shirt there's the other one is the um it looks like scaling like a like a, almost like a like futuristic a, camo yeah, kind of thing. Cool. That's a dope too. Yeah. That's a dope shirt. Figuresapparel.com. Use code the leaf show fifteen to get you fifteen percent off. Yes, um at checkout. Coffee guy? Yes, sir. What are they doing over there? At strong coffee? Yeah. We're just staying strong. Strong man. as shit on coffee. I'm telling you, I just I I was out for a minute and it was it had me off my game. Yeah. No bullshit. But I we are re upped. And I am running strong. I had some before I came to the gym. Yeah. It's a beautiful pre-workout because it's a super clean energy. That is, is just. This is uh, Strong Coffee's in the stores. How do I get Strong Coffee? Strong Coffee is at www.strongcoffeecompany.com. And there you can see their full array of products. Uh, they sell bundles. So you can get like. A couple different things in a bundle package at a discount. Right. They have uh, either bulk packaging, so you get like thirty servings of your coffee of choice in one thing, or they also sell super convenient uh, travel packs. So each pack is just one coffee; it's one serving. You tear that bad boy open. You put it into eight to ten ounces of water. Either hot or cold, shake it, stir it. So I could be on the go. Need a need 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 a boost. Pour that into a bottle of water. Shake it up. Boom! You got your coffee. Convenience is key. And it's delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. So if you go to www.strongcoffeecompany.com and you enter the promo code Manbun at checkout, boom, you get yourself a nice little discount. Yeah. Yeah. Check them out. And that lets them know that we sent you. 
So it's a it's a win win. And we're we're getting feedback. We're letting you. You're telling us if you're listening. You know, we, we're, we're we're learning our audience. We figure out our friends like coffee. <laughs> yes, they do. If they're using the man yes, bun they code, do. they like coffee. Yes, they do. Check that out. Something super else is super super important and is a major key. There was a note in our um, episode ten that said, "What makes you confident?" Mm-hmm. And immediately, confidence to me, and it's, I'm trying to build my message on it. Confidence is huge, but some lack of confidence is also huge. Mm-hmm. And to, if I'm asked the question, "What makes you confident?" and it's simply consistency. Consistency makes you confident because when you build habits and routines, you're naturally more comfortable doing whatever it is that you do. And when you are comfortable, that comes off and is confidence, right? So what are your practices? Coach Leaf says it like this is that is the message of Coach Leaf's Leaf is you want to be confident. Consistency is key in all areas, mm. especially and being confident, right? So if I'm confident, I'm a confident speaker. I'm a confident podcaster. I'm a confident coach. Yeah. Boom. There, I'll be able to, it's easy to talk. I'm confident in coaching because of how many times I've coached. How many times I've been coached. How many coaches I've been around consistently, right? I started a business in 2013 and I've been coaching until recent damn near every single class yeah six at when we're in a, a lot of classes eight classes a day if it, including some type of personal training small group like but for sure at least four to five yep when i first started coaching i didn't have much confidence i was scared i still get nervous coaching but i'm more confident and it may not show the same things may bring fear to my belly before coaching, but in the beginning, I'm sweating. I was nervous. My voice was different. I was shaky in my speech because I didn't have the confidence. And I simply didn't have the confidence, not because I didn't have the skill. I just didn't have enough practice. Right. I didn't have enough repetitions under my belt yeah. in coaching the clean and jerk. I've been coaching the clean and jerk five times a day every single day for eight <laughs> years yeah. and then you walk into me for the first time ever seeing me coach the clean and jerk and be like he's so confident yeah correct but how did it happen it's consistency right what do you do what are you doing every day what are you doing yeah. what do you do every single day yeah and does what like you that. do run parallel with what your goals are so if you want if there's something that you want to be confident in i'm telling you you need to be consistent. You need to build some practices in that goal. Set the goal and make it happen. I'm, I'm gonna repeat. I'm gonna fucking repeat, and I'm gonna keep saying it because because it, it applies. Set goals and make them happen is all about the make part. The make part. You have to identify it, and then you have to do it. You have to be it. Um, I actually shared with a few of our, it was shared with me from our friend Carlton and I shared it with, I've been sharing this. I should have sent it to you. Um, about 30 minute talk from our friend. His name is right now. If you want to go check that out, his name is Earl. Night. Read that. 
N-I-G-H-T-I-N-G-A-L-E. Nightingale. Nightingale. 1950. Ooh. 1950. Okay. And it, it's titled, The, str- the, str- the Strangest the Strangest Secret. And he te- he, he's going to give you the secret. His what he thinks is the secret to life, and this dude is in 1950, mm. spitting everything that I'm trying to figure out to spit to my friends. No way. 1950, oh. he basically said, "Set goals and make them happen," and it's about and any leader, any any inspirational, any motivator is. Simple. Everybody's saying the same thing, right? Right. And that video, that talk, really helped me realize that. So go check that out. It's about thirty minutes. Um, that was going to be my question: Is, in your opinion, was he ahead of his time, or is that just such an undeniable truth that it's a I think timeless thing? It's timeless because he even recognizes it that he's not the one. And I say it all the time: I don't make this shit up. Yeah, no, yeah. I, Coach Leaf did. I didn't make this up. I, I'm not responsible for this. It's been being talked about since before. this guy just 1950. We'll put a date on it. Yeah. The video even sounds. So we'll play the first like 30 seconds of it. It even sounds black and white. <laughs> <laughs> but the message is real. The strangest secret in the world. Some years ago, the late Nobel Prize winning Dr. Albert Schweitzer was being interviewed in London. And a reporter asked him, Doctor, what's wrong with men today? And the great doctor was silent a moment, and then he said, men simply don't think. Hmm. It's about this that I want to talk with you. So he goes on to talk about how, as humans, we just conform. And this is also ties into what we're talking about, the control factor. We conform. He said of 100 men, all started at the age of 25, and we women, 100 humans at the age of 25, had an even playing field, 5% would be financially stable, mm. not free. 1%, one person would be rich. Right. Only 5% would, would be, be stable. stable. The other 90 plus percent will be completely dependent on someone else. And it's because of our mindset. It's because we live lives that don't include goals. Right. He said, you put a ship in the water with a destination, it will get there. You plop a ship in the middle of the sea with no nowhere to go, it's just going to float around aimlessly. Right. So set goals. Mm. If You have to know where you're going or yeah. you're going to stay stagnant. And it really is, I don't think we understand how simple it is. If you write it down, if you believe it, if you do it, if you practice it, it will happen. Over a period of time. Right. I think we lack the, I we just talked about 300,000 years. Yeah. And you're not willing to give 30 days to your goals? Right. Because we get to day three, four, and it doesn't happen? Or it's not going the way you planned? If you write something down, if you do things every single day in the direction of that thing that you wrote down, you will achieve said thing. For sure. This is science. Quantum physics, all that shit. Yeah. I'm not, I'm no expert in doing When I, there's like formulas for this shit. Right. Set goals. Yeah. And make them happen. 
and make your days run parallel with whatever those goals are. And you will get there. You will get there. Everything that you can look at right now was one time a thought. This microphone, I've made the point before, like that refrigerator, like everything was one time a thought. It was an idea. And now you're sitting on the chair that was once didn't exist until someone thought about it. And they thought about it so long that they started doing things to try to make this chair make sense. And in doing things every single day, they developed ideas. They failed. I guarantee you the first chair was not a chair. It only had three legs. They fucked. It was tearing people's backs. Like, <laughs> we can't get discouraged. Right. We can't get discouraged. It's Friday. Yep. We almost didn't make it another week. I know. I know. I was like, I like, but I know because of the decisions, we made the decision. So let that be. Now think about this. This is it. Third, you, I want to have a 30-day challenge, but I'm telling you, 97% of you aren't going to fucking finish it. Right. It's not going to happen because you know what's going to happen when you get around day 10, week 10 for us, yep. episode 10 for us, some shit's going to come up. Yep. you're going to get disrupted from the path that you thought you were supposed to be on. And you're going to give up. You're going to stop. How fast can you change the conversation? How fast can you rebound? How fast can we get back? And we might be right back on Sunday. Yeah. We got our shit in for the week. Yep. The goal has been, we set a goal. Now you are witnessing, if you're listening to this, you are witnessing it happen. Yes. We're make, the make part, we set a goal. We are making it happen. I worked all fucking week, 9 p.m. till 7 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Coached three classes prior and worked out to that night shift. Kyle, bro, I don't know. I, I, Friday's, the, I told you that on Tuesday. Yeah. Friday's, the, I mean, the first moment I have open in my life <laughs> is Friday. Yeah. You down? Let's record like that's the, that. What's up? Where we go from there? Because if you would have been like this and that, or say, and it's real, something could have been going on. You could yeah. down to, like some shit wedding. I don't know. Yeah. How can we make it happen? Right. So, hear my voice. If you need to hear it, stop giving up on yourself. Stop stopping. Stop starting over. Just, I'm sorry. Stop stopping and stop not starting over. Yes. Yep. Because we talked about 21 days in a row, boop. There's a challenge. Can you touch your nose 21 days in a row? Boop. And I bet you it takes you about 90 to do that. What does that mean? You're going to touch your day, your nose 10 days in a row. And on an 11th day, you might, you're not, for whatever reason, it's not going to happen. Forget. Yeah. Now you got to start back over. Yep. And that's what this guy Earl talks about in this do something for 30 days in a row. And when you don't do it consecutively, start back over. Yep. That's discipline. Yep. That's confidence. And you wrote that in notes and I got fired up. Yeah, I'm glad I wrote that. <laughs> See, I knew. I, I, I fucking put that in there because I knew. I think I, I, I responded immediately just so I wanted to keep that train of thought because yeah. when I read that, my fuck, I was like, that rant I just went on happened yeah. in, in my soul. Yeah. I don't even know I what I just it. said. I felt it. That is the divine. That is what comes through me. That is who I aspire to be. I'm just talking to myself. And I thank you for listening. (laughs) I listened. 
I got that whole fucking thing. But I, that's why I put it in there. Because that question mm. just like popped into my head. I don't know why. Right. Who the fuck knows? I have no idea. Because right. usually it's what's in your headlines. That wasn't in my headlines. It was just in my head. Because mm. I just had a second and I was sitting around thinking, thinking. And I'm like, you know, people... Wait, no. Okay. To be fair, it was a little influenced by headlines. Maybe not headlines, but social media. Because, you know, confidence is a big thing. Body confident, you know, like all that. And so, like, the, the question popped into my head. Like, okay, what what makes you confident? Mm. What can make you confident? Right. And you, I, I think you answered it beautifully. I think that was... Yeah. That was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great answer. What else is going on, man? We're wrapping this thing up. Episode 10, on our way to 100 and beyond. Remember, goals are just checkpoints. That's it. It's just a checkpoint. That's, That's also another thing. I think we, we get to goals and then we sit there in our... Uh, goals should be continuous. Yeah. So... That's why we set a goal to lose 20 pounds and we lose 20 pounds. And then six months later, we're 18 pounds back, back. Yeah. because we we got to the goal and then we didn't have a plan after the goal. Right. So once we reach our goals, it's, you got to reevaluate. And that's why I like to I like to change the word goal to uh, what's the checkpoint because our yeah. checkpoint is 100. 100 we're not talking about anything else until we get to 100 exactly. episodes. And then when when we get around in 80s and when we get coming up to 100 we start to make our plans for whatever the future may be but we're not about to hit 100 and stop no oh god no silly this is not a limited series (laughs) (laughs) episode 10 thank you for joining us this may have been you ryan kyle we both i still got long hair that's a big deal yeah i've been thinking about it a lot lately and that's how i'm nervous that i might just wake up and not be there anymore because I decided to cut it. That's what happened last time. I was like three weeks in. I was like, I cut my hair. I think I looked in the mirror one time. I was just like, oh, shit. I did cut my hair. Just in a fugue state. Why did I do that? This is where it's hard to hold fast, though, especially now because you're working outside, bro. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah, and I got I know, a hard hat on. Me too. I know, and that's oh. the killer, dude. When you take that hard hat off. And it's just like it's that band across your forehead. Holds yeah, I gotta wear a sweat. headband on top of that band. Oh, that was, that was gonna be my my suggestion too. Gotta do, I do it. the same thing because it's brutal. But <laughs> we're still two guys with long hair. We're still here, just talking. Keep talking to us. Till next time, my friends. We love you. Yeah. <laughs>